Hi, this is Joey. And this is Austin. And you're listening to Dark Sign Hero. Today we'll be talking about Starfield and a bit about some Tarantino films. And Joey will also be giving his thoughts on Uncharted 4. Austin, I'm ready when you are. Let's do it. Joey, we're back. We are back, sir. Finally. We are back. <laughs> back in black. Actually, uh, back in I don't black. Know if you're, yeah, well, I'm, I'm wearing a gray shirt, so I can. Well, no, I'm wearing black shorts, so that works. I am back that in black. That actually works for me, too. Uh, I'm wearing a black shirt yeah. right now. So. Yeah, there you go. There it is. So that's perfect. <laughs> anyway, so Starfield, man, you started playing before me. What are your thoughts, mm-hmm. man? Uh, my thoughts on the game, I would say it's a very fun game to say the least a very Would you say it's mind-blowing yes because well let me so let me kind of give my reason why and it's because there's so much you can do in this game yeah um not just from like you know obviously you can just if you're someone that just wants to play the story that's fine but i believe that this game was meant for you to go and explore and uh yeah. you know you know just go and just go out and find stuff go uh you know find cool like ships or find like people that you can recruit to be part of your crew in the game yep and yeah Even it's just, just random it's, people you talk to there's always something mm-hmm. going on yeah it's a very yeah it's a very obviously it's a a star like a star galaxy game so obviously space, it's going to be yeah. in, in space and yeah, it's just this huge, huge game. I remember when I was watching a trailer or I guess a video on the game right before it came out. I remember one of the, I think it was the lead director of the game said that there oh, were Todd over Howard. a thousand. Yeah, Todd Howard. He said that there are over a thousand planets for you to explore in this game. That's a lot, man. Yeah. That's a lot. And I remember, I remember the video that they were showing, kind of like giving a tutorial, a little bit of like how you'd be playing in the game and how you would look and yeah the types of enemies you'd be facing i remember there was a point in the video where he where you were your character i guess the person that's playing the character was just looking out in just out in the what was it what was ahead of him and he's like hey you see that moon over there and they look over at that moon he's like you can go to that moon and i was like what no way like this <laughs> I was like, that was crazy. To, I don't know why it was so crazy to me to think, like, you can literally go and explore anything in this game. That's, yeah. And that's it's, the game. it's crazy. That is so. awesome, man. Yeah. I What you said, everything you said, absolutely agree with. I mean, I did start playing a little bit after you, but I've really been enjoying it. I haven't done, like, a lot of the main story. I basically got to the group constellation, and that's about it. Like, as soon as they give that opening speech, you know? And then she says, okay, you just take your time to settle in. I stopped there, and I've just been exploring new, exploring new Atlantis, and I'm getting into all sorts of trouble, and I'm just, I'm mm. just totally in awe of what's going on. Like, I remember I went into the mercantile store because I had t- tons of uh, just junk, and you can actually make a pretty penny if you just sell all your junk, if you pick up everything and just sell it. And so I was going in there to sell, and I overheard this... Uh, art dealer 
uh, talking to some chick and he's like he sounded sketchy but i was curious like what what was his deal so i talked to him and he basically offered me a job to pick up some art and deliver it to him and mm-hmm. at first i thought it was legit like okay yeah no no problem so i go over to like i think the the intersection of the city and uh, i get the art but it's immediately a sketch. The lady who's giving it to me says something like, uh, oh, and don't worry, I've already fixed the uh, the ownership record, so you're good to go. And it gave mm. me the option to say, what the hell? This is sketch. I'm not doing this. Or it gave me the option to be like, oh, okay, thank you, wink, wink, you know? And so that's what I chose. And she's like, oh, I'm so glad you understand. And so anyway, I took the art, gave it back to the guy, and uh, he's like, don't ever talk to don't ever talk about this again. Ever. He basically threatened me. Because it was sketch. He's doing illegal yeah. art deals, you know? And I just think it's mm-hmm. so cool. And uh, anyway, so he paid me like a thousand credits, which was nice. But And that's just one of so many other things. Like the, the religion that's going on in the city. I looked into that, read their books. I mean, it's just so in-depth. And this is just one city. I think, isn't there like four or five main cities like this? And they just keep getting bigger, right? That I, because I know, uh, you know, yeah, New Atlantis is definitely one of the major cities that you'll be going through in the game. Yeah. There is, I'm trying to think of, there's the city that I actually came upon that I didn't even know it was, that this was the city that was mentioned to me earlier in the game, but it's like this neon light city. Oh, neon. Yeah. Yeah, neon. And what was really cool is that when I was heading into the like into the city uh-huh someone that i think it was i think it was your robot companion had mentioned to my character that the whole city is powered by lightning because it's raining there's just it's just like this huge thunderstorm that's surrounding the city wow so that's how the that's how they get power f- for the city is the lightning that strikes down on it that is so and I was cool. like that's and i was like yeah that was, that's pretty cool and <laughs> I, I was like this there. is like like all these crazy at least so far in the game all these awesome like places that you go to are super fun to explore and it's just really awesome like how much like you said how much like in depth the developers have gone it have put it's into true. this game you know yeah i have it pulled up here actually the major cities in starfield are new atlantis which is the place mm-hmm. i've been exploring uh aquila neon and the key which i'm not sure what that is there's also looks like there's three other prominent locations called Sidonia, Red Mile, and Paradiso. So okay. that's like the jet, like the biggest <laughs> areas in the whole game, like biggest cities. I think I can't wait to explore them all. I am totally addicted. I love this game, and uh, I really don't know why people are knocking it. Do you know what's your take on that whole thing? Um, I'm not. I mean, I'm. I don't get why people are. I wouldn't say bashing it on it. I just, I don't know. Like they're just not, I would say probably not loving it as much as like, I guess we had probably thought they, everyone would, because this is uh Bethesda's first like new IP in 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember the game had first been announced back at E3 in 2018. So it's been, been it's what? Been five years. Minute. Yeah. Yeah. Since, its first announcement now it's finally here so i don't know i i could see probably just because of how long it's been in development and people were just waiting on news for it that could probably be it possibly i don't Um, know because it what because i was just gonna say like just because starfield has a lot of the same elements that 
Bethesda has put into their other games, like yeah. Fallout and yeah. Skyrim and Elder Scrolls. Like, it feels like a Bethesda game, just on the mm-hmm. whole grander scale, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely way bigger than anything that they've done in the past. I have, I'd have to agree. Yeah. My yeah, buddy actually said a good point that I'm remembering now. He basically said that the reason why a lot of people are not wanting to like it is because of the promises they apparently made. And I don't, I can't really speak to this because all, all I knew was that Starfield was coming out and I knew it was a Bethesda game. That's all I really knew. And I refuse to watch videos. I refuse to watch trailers. I refuse to watch any sort of spoilery content pretty much at all, just because I assumed it would be good. And so I don't know what promises they made, but he, but mm-hmm. Bra- Braden, by the way, is, is my friend who, who mentioned this. He said that they apparently meant promise that you could explore the entire planet, uh, no loading screens, liftoff, takeoff, just like No Man's Sky. And so I guess I can kind of see his point. Like if, if that is what they promised, which I'm not sure if they did that or not, did promise that or not, but I can see why a lot of people would be not too jazzed on liking the game because those mm-hmm. promises are unfulfilled. However, I don't think that's a big deal personally because yeah, no one is going to explore an entire planet, man. Not even in No Man's Sky, which is, you can do that, but no one mm-hmm. does that. I mean, everyone who plays like, uh, let's see, Elite Dangerous or No Man's Sky or even uh, Star Citizen... Those games all do support fully featured planet exploration with no borders, you know. But mm-hmm. and however, I mean, it's procedurally generated and if you were to like let's say land your ship on the north side of the planet and then walk or take a machine around the planet, it would probably take you at least, I don't know, 20 hours in real time just to get it make one full circle back to where you were, you know. That's not mm-hmm. fun. That that is not uh something that is like a feature that's kind of a drawback i mean i mean it's cool you can do it but it's just no one does that and i'm all for starfield's approach where yes there are borders to the planets however it's it's pretty tight like from what i've seen there's a lot of open areas with nothing really there however i mean there is some stuff there there's some stuff you can explore on every planet there's just like mysteries and things you know so it's more of a contained experience but it's also still really really big and i don't know i just why would you want to do nothing let's say a new man's sky on a whole planet just to walk around it okay just to say you did that but you didn't get anything real done you maybe got some materials and saw maybe a new creature but I mean, it's just a waste of time, you know. I'd rather have it be more focused, and I don't, I don't really mind the borders that that, that the planets have, and because it's just still yeah. so big, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my take. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm on the yeah the same level with you there, because yeah, honestly, I don't mind the loading screen. Yeah. The loading screens and everything that that are in the game, just because, like I said, when I watched the one of the uh, like videos on it right before the game came out. Just I was just already mind blown by just yeah. one how many planets that were in the game that you could explore, right? And just like how detailed and how just like at least from what they were showing, just like how awesome it already looked. 
And, you know, I was just like, this is, and then once I finally started playing the game, like, this is, this is cool. Like, this is insane. Just how it's big. Yeah. How big, just like your, like your environment is. And it's awesome. So, but yeah, I, but yeah, I, I get where, you know, those people that are coming from where they're, you know, they're still like wanted to have those promises come true. It's like, yeah, but I think a better way to explain it is that because a lot of people were expecting, expecting a space sim, like a space simulation, you know, and that's Uh, not what Bethesda does. And I never expected that in the slightest. A space sim is when you have to uh, launch and land your ship, ship manually you have to control mm-hmm. every little thing. Everything's a lot more realistic. Everything takes longer. I mean, it's a simulation. It's as if it was real, you know? And this is a space RPG and a role-playing game. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's way more focused. It's not about a space simulation. It's about role-playing for fun in a really gigantic fun universe, you know? And so I think that's why people... They, they just have... Uh, what's the term? Like misguided expectations i think is what was going on yeah yeah i'm not sure but anyway all i know is i love it i think you love it and i think other people should just give it a shot don't listen to the naysayers yeah just have an open mind yeah if you're especially if you're patient like me who saw the how big of a like download size the game was i mean it's like <laughs> yeah that was a huge that was definitely a huge shock to me it was like holy cow yeah, me too i mean like i kind of thought it would be big but i was like i didn't expect it to be 140 like gigs just on my pc i was like this is yeah. insane yeah i i also experienced that too but i think it's worth it you know mm-hmm. i'm not really playing anything else right now I think Starfield is going to have me pretty much addicted to it for at least the next two months, hopefully anyway. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, it's fun. Also, I think that uh, one pro tip for anyone out there, if you like Skyrim or you like Fallout, uh, chances are you're going to like Starfield. If you like the Bethesda mm. formula, it's it's in full swing here. So I think you're yeah. going to like it if you if you like Bethesda. Yeah. Also, if you know, for those that for those that have wanted to play the game or haven't just gone around to like buying it or downloading it yet, one also tip I learned from watching another person playing is that I would recommend, and I and I did this too, as to play the story for a little bit before you start going off and exploring stuff on your own. But that's that's just like what helped, like what has helped me kind of like stay focused and not kind of like feel overwhelmed about yeah the whole like. You know, the whole, yeah, the whole universe and everything. But yeah, it's still like, it's still a lot of fun. He just played the story for a little bit. It's really, it's like a long, um, like at least so far, it's a long story and it's really, it's really just a blast. How far do you recommend people should play Intel? Because that, this actually applies to me because I barely did any of the story and I'm already exploring everything. So where, where, what point should I get to in the story and, that's when I can just kind of go off and explore. Um, hard to so I did about the first six missions before I started kind of just deciding to just go off and do something else. But the first six so missions. That, yeah. So that way you're at least a little bit into the story mode or into okay. the story. Okay. So that way you kind of know and understand what's going on there. And then, yeah. Okay. 
So how does that work? Because, like, again, as much as I've played, I'm still a noob, you know. I think you've, I think mm-hmm. you've gotten further than me. So does the missions, is it, like a, is it like an actual mission board? Or is it more like an organic, like, you can feel it when the story is taking a different section? Uh, I feel like it's... I feel like it. Uh, it's a little bit more towards like a, a mission board. Like you have to go into you know your into like where your character is, and then you can go into the missions tab or in the mission section, and then oh, you can okay. see like what what you need to be doing. Okay. Or, so it's like, like a what list. The missions are. Yeah. Okay. So it so it does give you objectives to do, and then you know you can choose to like start on them or choose to do them later or whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, it feels like it definitely like for me, it felt like, okay, so I did this mission. I got that done. And, and it does tell you like, well, I guess like if it's more of like something that has to happen like right away, then it'll tell you like, Hey, like you're, it's just going to start you on there automatically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like don't, yeah. Like if you want to go and do something else, you know, you know, I'm not going to stop you. Like I, I can't tell you what to do, but yeah. Definitely, yeah. I would definitely just recommend like trying out the first six missions before you start going off and doing something else. Okay, then that is what I will do next time I play. I'll start in the story story uh, section. Awesome, man. So, also, you beat Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm, I did. That's amazing. Officially, officially, I have completed it because I, yeah, I've played the first three Uncharted games, you know, back when they were, you know, yeah. back on PlayStation 3. Right. And, you know, I never really got around to playing Uncharted 4, but more recently I started playing it and then I finally finished it. On hard today. mode. Yep, on, not on crushing because I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to go insane for a little bit on the on just hard mode cuz I was like, you know yeah. what? I'm just going to keep going through it. It's not it's not like all like every part of it's hard. Yeah. It's just like some parts of the game where I just thought I was just going to like I can't do this. I had, I can't <laughs> like I was like I was like Austin, I thought I was going to be like I th- I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up. I'm like no. I would have given up. So you you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like because there, because there are some parts of the game you know where you have to fight the the goons or yeah. the henchmen, the, yeah, the, the big combat and, sections. Yeah, and some of, and eventually in some parts of the game there will be like the juggernaut guys, the heavily armored oh, ones. Yeah, and I you've got to be, and you've got to be smart about how to take them down because like you can throw grenades at them that'll help kind of like knock off like some of their armor, yeah. especially the helmet because if you can get the helmet off then you can do headshots. Right. But yeah, there was one part of the game in chapter eighteen, the one titled New New Devon. It's uh-huh. towards the end of the game. And there's a part where you're fighting a bunch of goons and there's this super heavily armored juggernaut guy that has this huge like this huge machine gun, like the ones that you hold like by your hips. Yeah. And yeah, like like the Gatling gun? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, holy cow, I'm going to die here. And yeah, I think I died way too many times than I like than I can count for on that part of the game. But I eventually got through it. And I can't even yeah. imagine how you did it, man. I mean, that's that's hardcore. I <laughs> I don't even know how I did it. I was just like, because sometimes like, you know, I just need to run around and see if I can find other like more ammo or more yeah, grenade. Yeah. 
something that'll help me help me yeah. fight them off. Your that, weapon like, stash gonna... was key to to manage. Yeah, it. I I will give the. I mean, I I will give the the at least this game a kind of a small critique about like how many like the weapons like how many you can hold at a time. Isn't it only because three? It's two. Oh, it's two. That's right. Yeah. So it's like you can hold like a pistol or an Uzi as one of your smaller like single-handed weapons, and then uh-huh. you have your other slot, which is for you know your your L- your LMGs or your just machine guns or a yeah. sniper rifle. Uh-huh. Or that an RPG that you get that you can pick up later in the game, but yeah, that was just, that's just my like my small critique. I'm like, well, I want to hold on to my machine gun, but I also want to pick up like maybe a, I don't know, maybe like a sniper rifle, so I can kind of just swap them out. But yeah. maybe I'm thinking more too much like this is like Call of Duty. I'm like, this is not Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or even like, like this Doom, is not... where you can hold like ten weapons. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, this kind of sucks because they like yeah, or if you run out of ammo. Yeah, because not all the, not all of the machine guns have like hold the same amount of ammo in one clip. Some of them can hold up to like fifty, I think, and in uh-huh. one clip, and others can hold up to like thirty-eight. So it kind of like, uh, which one do I want to pick? It's true. It's always forcing big decisions. Yeah, which can but, get annoying. But but did you like the story? How was the story? I, yes, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was going to get at. I was going to say I did really enjoy the story. I remember. When I was playing the game, I remember some parts of it that I remember seeing in the Uncharted movie, the uh-huh. one that came out like let's say like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I remember yeah just some parts and that they picked from the game and they implemented into the movie. But yeah, the story of the game it's a lot of fun. You know, like I said at the beginning of the game, you're you're working as part of like this salvage crew that um you know that goes and gets stuff in like the bottoms of rivers or oceans and uh-huh. you um get a surprise visit by your brother Sam who you thought was dead because later in the game as you're progressing through the game um also this is a spoiler for the game in case those who haven't played it yet or haven't I don't know it's been about 10 years it. since it came out yeah. and I think we're good yeah yeah See, yeah I I know but anyway so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you know, you get a surprise visit from Sam and he tells you that he needs your help. And you're like, well, I don't really, you know, do the, you know, going on adventures and, you know, risking my life for, you know, for treasure and stuff like that. And because you're, you and you're um, in the game, you're married to Elena, who you've, you know, been, you've played with in like thing, like what number three, I think. I think so. Yeah. Or one. Can't remember. <clears throat> but yeah, so it, yeah, pretty much after you know you had your chat with your brother Sam, and you you know you tell you basically lie to your wife that you're going on and doing this job as part of your actual job with uh-huh. uh, the company that you're with. But you know you tell her that as a cover story, so that you and then you eventually go off with your brother Sam to go and find this treasure. And yeah, and the the story it's really it's a lot of fun. Like there's a lot of um, twists and turns yeah twists and turns and just a lot of fun like my my favorite part was like you know finding like the small pieces of treasure like those um like those little um items that you can find just randomly in the game oh the collectibles yeah the collectibles yeah, yeah. those are fun yeah yeah but yeah overall i would say yeah the so- the story is really solid especially with the epilogue chapter at the very end of the game that you play as 
um, uh, your daughter Cassie, I believe that's what her name was. I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would definitely give the the story like a ten out of ten because the last chapter, um, is titled "A Thief's End," and I was like, oh no, because <laughs> you're thinking like, so does this mean that you know as you're playing as uh, Nate, are like, are you gonna die or is your like your brother gonna gonna die at the end of the game? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So you're not really sure. It could go either way. It's true. But but yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun, and I'm. Thing, like one of my next things I'm gonna start on is the um the I think it's the add on game that's part of Oh Lost Legacy. Sequel. Yeah, Lost Legacy. Yeah. I I've never played that one. Yeah. I should. But, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, definitely it's I'd recommend playing the game if or like any of the other other Uncharted games. They're a whole lot of fun. Um, very cool. Yeah, Naughty Dog is definitely a very good uh game company when it comes to like their games and telling their stories yeah they're top tier naughty dog yeah. is one of the best mm-hmm. well yeah. very cool man thanks for your review i'll probably replay yeah. uncharted 4 eventually but probably not for at least a few years Anyway, um, you also have been watching some Tarantino films. Yes, I have. Yes. It's been definitely like a very fun experience slash journey because I remember the first one I watched was Pulp Fiction. Uh-huh. And I remember I was like, you know, I'm just going to give it a shot because I remember, you know, working with Logan. I remember he would always <laughs> say that's his, that's yep. his favorite film. Yep. And I'm like, okay, Logan, whatever. And... I think you told me at least like once that I should watch it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll watch it. So you some, watched at it. some point, and you yeah, weren't I expecting it. much, were you? I I was. I, I have to say, I wasn't sure what I was going to be getting into. Okay. Because I didn't know what the like. I didn't really have like a general even a general idea about what the story was about. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely, I was hooked into the movie like it wasn't like like boring at all to me it was very fun yeah like good pace movie with john travolta and samuel jackson as the main characters in there and a surprise appearance by bruce willis in at some point in the movie too yep good old bruce i did not expect him to be in that movie it was really (laughs) it was a really fun surprise i was like oh that's that's bruce willis yeah yeah um so what would you rate pulp fiction out of 10 um for me, I would probably so out of the three movies, or I guess four movies I've watched so far, I probably have to place it at probably number three. So I'd have to give it like a like a nine out of ten. Okay, that's fair. That's good. Yeah. And the second one you it, watched was Inglorious Bastards, right? Yep. Glorious Bastards. That by is... right, my recommendation. Mind you. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> and again, you you had a good you have a good taste in in, a, in movies, sir, because that That's was true. another movie that I, another Tarantino film that I got hooked into, and it was it was really fun to watch. Yeah, um, I love that one, especially my... with having. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I want you to go ahead. What's up? Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, watching the movie and having Brad Pitt in there, it was yep. really fun to watch him be the the. <laughs> the leader of the glorious bastards that's like 
What about that? Like telling his troops that they had to scalp what, like each 100 Nazis or like 100 I Nazis. I want you to scalp 100 Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a lot of Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there was like, when he's talking to them, I think there's like eight or 10 of them. Yeah. It's that about, he's talking about to. 10, 10, 10 bastards. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. But, that's a good yeah, one. It's... My favorite scene in that movie is the, it's towards the end. Where Shoshana shoots the Nazi guy in the projection mm-hmm. room, oh, and that yeah. song plays, and it's like just this gorgeous, like, you know that one. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. When I saw that in the theaters for the first time, I was like, okay, this is an amazing film. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just love Tarantino. So anyway, for those yeah. that have seen the movie, you'll know know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, please, please, please check Inglorious Bastards out. It's it's a great film. Yep, it really is. Very cool. And what and would then... you rate Inglorious Bastards out of 10? Um, I would probably... Probably give it like an 8.5 or 9 out of 10. Okay. 8.5 probably. or 9. Yeah. Okay, I, like it's enough. Say it's about the same like level when it comes to Pulp Fiction. Okay. Sounds good. But yeah. And what was and then, the final movie slash movies that did you watch from Tarantino? Uh, the final, or I guess the most recent ones I've watched are Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2. Okay. And Very good. Yeah. I have to say I was because I remember watching in the beginning part of the movie uh-huh. and I was just like, holy crap, this is too much. Like, this is this <laughs> might be a little too much, Austin, because I remember it starts off like opens up in black and white and you yep. see this woman who was all bloodied up and like covered lying in on sweat the and lying on the ground and she's yep. crying and she's in pain uh-huh. and you could just see her just in pain. And I was like is this going to be like the whole movie? Because I don't know if I can watch this. This is this like might be terrifier, like two level right here, but yep. Um, but then it got, yeah, no, then it got, better. yeah. Yeah. After you got, after once you get past that scene, it's like, it's just a really a fun ride. It really is a great movie. And also I, I mentioned this too, because I noticed it. I think after watching Inglorious bastards is that Quentin Tarantino likes, uh, chapter putting chapters in his movies or at least yes. like making it feel like it's a book like you're re- like yes. you're watching a book it's true and it's not it's not a bad thing it's actually really fun because it's like okay well now it kind of because you know like in books like when you're starting a new chapter it's like okay now you're going to be i guess like kind of refreshing your mind and like you got to now think like hey we're in a new chapter like this yeah. is like this is something different yeah that is and... his thing he does that with pretty much every movie Mm. that he's done and yeah so but out of kill bill whole... volume one or two which volume is your favorite um i think i i think i did mention this to you i think i said i liked volume two more than one okay i think that's what i mentioned to you like earlier yeah is that i think i felt like i liked volume two more than the first part but i mean that's just because i think it, we got i think for me it was you're finally learning more about the background of the bride and like why she's going after this guy named bill. And I think just because it's starting to put more of the pieces in the place and you're starting to learn like what's like what happened leading up to um, like what happened in the beginning of the movie. Yep. And 
but yeah, no, I would say I, I think honestly for both parts, I would rate them like a 10 out of 10. Nice. There we go. Because (laughs) this, because just the, like, it's not, like I said, it's not like there are parts in the movie where it's a little bit goofy, but it doesn't like hurt the whole, the rest of the tone of the films. Yeah. Like it's fun, like karate slash action slash just beating each other up. And you're, you know, there's a, the, the bride or Uma Thurman, that's who plays the character of the bride. Uh Um, You know, she's out for revenge for these people that, you know, wronged her. And then especially uh, Bill. (laughs) And yeah, it's just a really fun, like vendetta slash revenge film. And like, like I said, like uh, you got other characters in there. Um, or sorry, actors slash actresses like uh, yeah, Lucy Liu's one of the like one of the Vipers, I think. Yep, and she is. I think she was in the first movie. Yeah, and yeah, it's just really just like a whole like fun ride all the way through. Yeah, it's a thrill ride. Yeah, I was like, I was wondering, did they ever like make that? That Kill Bill like into like one whole movie? Or did they always like? No, it's always been just two movies. I mean, I'm oh, sure okay. you could find some edit on YouTube that combines them, but I mean, mm-hmm. in terms of like DVDs and streaming, they're two separate movies. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, very right. cool, Joey. That is awesome. And you're not done. You are still going nope. on your Tarantino journey. So. Yep. I have recommended yep. Joey um, his next movie, which is probably Tarantino's most underrated film, and that is Jackie Brown. Uh, Joey, are you excited to watch that? Uh, yes, because it's like I said, it doesn't seem like a movie like I have a general idea about like what's going on, but I'm uh-huh. sure I'll, I'm sure I'll like it. Like the these last three slash four or four movies that I've watched of Tarantino's films. Yes. And yeah. Very cool. So. Awesome. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated for for Joey's experiences of uh of Tarantino films. We'll keep that going. All right. Well, Joey, I think that basically wraps it up. Was there anything else you wanted to say or talk about? Uh no. Not nothing comes to mind right now. I just, you know, I know like with when it comes to video game news, I know that the at least the next big games for me are going to be the Assassin's Creed Mirage, which I will give like my first impressions and, of course, a review on once I'm finished playing that game. That game actually has piqued my interest. I have not mm-hmm. been a big fan of Assassin's Creed for the past few years. Yeah. This one, everyone is saying, is going back to its roots, like what made yep. Assassin's Creed popular, and that actually is really piquing my interest. So I will yep. probably be talking about that too with you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty cool. And, and Spider-Man then, of 2. Course, yep. And Spider-Man 2, the, the big one at the end of, of October. Yep. Which I'm very excited to play. It's going to be amazing. They're pushing the graphics to the next level. Yes, sir. Really okay. Excited. Very cool, Joy. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's it. I guess I'll see you next week. Yep. I will see you next week, sir. Yep. See you later. Thanks for listening to Dark Sign Hero. Next week, we'll be talking about the new Pokemon Violet and Scarlet expansion, The Teal Mask. We'll also be going over Lies of P. Thanks for listening, everybody. Donzo!